imagine you're driving and you're using your your satellite navigation system in your car and it's telling you that up ahead there's a huge traffic jam it's going to take an hour or two hours to to get stuck in it but anyway regardless you just continue driving into it and then when you get to the traffic jam you're absolutely furious you're angry and annoyed that you're now stuck in a traffic jam now the issue here is you actually knew beforehand that there was a traffic jam but you still went in to the jam and now you got to deal with it now this is the same as coaches seeing voluntary roles or low-paid roles and getting angry about it when there's no need to if you don't want to take the role then don't take it because somebody will now I totally get I totally understand that it's not okay because let, let, let's face it coaches who are spending money to get qualified and who are a good level and who are doing a good job in coaching and developing young talent which in the end could end up that that player being sold for millions and millions of pounds I totally understand that they're worth more and it's true and if clubs want players to be developed by good coaches then they need to pay accordingly to what they expect from the coach or the, the quality of the coach uh, that they've hired to do this job for them I, 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 I get that I absolutely get it now the way we look at it is unfortunately it's like the traffic jam we know that clubs are never going to change because there's always going to be people what are going to take these jobs now we know that uh, it, it needs to be it needs to be more when is a club offering eight pound eight pound an hour for a full-time position uh, working in the London area that's not okay when we see uh, a job advert uh, one what's <laughs> a latest one what's been out by the English FA and it's been put out there especially focusing on and trying to motivate and encourage black Asian and minority ethnic coaches to get involved in coaching and it's it's horrendous they're, they've either made a, a, a typo they made some kind of mistake because it says part-time but expected to work full-time it's on a voluntary basis and who, who how is that going to motivate any minority group to get into coaching whatsoever it is really sad it's disheartening for for everyone not just for coaches involved but all coaches in the industry regardless of what country you are especially in the UK where it's happening but we have to be realistic and we need to look at two sides of the coin here we need to understand that although myself and others wish that it will change it's not going to change anytime soon I still know that there's professional clubs at a good level which can't even afford I say can't afford or not able to manage their finances correctly or they undervalue the actual need for professional staff in certain positions that they are not willing or cannot afford to pay 20,000 a year for a top professional member of staff 20,000 a year a professional club uh, cannot do this or will not do this and this isn't going to change 
So straight away, I, I would look at that and then I'll look at uh, an opportunity which I know what was in Asia uh, not so long ago, uh, which pays 5,000 US dollars a month with free accommodation. <laughs> you, can't, you can't compare the two. <laughs> and that just shows everything what is not okay about what is happening in the UK. So on that point, of course, I, I'm a, I've been a coach and I'm a coach myself. I'm with, a, I'm, I'm with all the coaches on this, but having found my own barriers, I've worked hard to, to break the barriers down and now I'm helping people to try and break down their own barriers and, and look on the flip side because I know the football industry isn't going to change and the longer we believe it is and the longer we just complain about it without do anything, doing anything about it, the more we're going to get annoyed and disappointed. So we need to, we need to take it upon ourselves uh, to ready ourselves for, for what we want, what we want out of this. And it's like if there's a brick wall and we keep walking into it and smashing against it, are you going to just keep smashing into it or are you going to find a way to climb over it or go around it? If there's something which you can't go through in front of you, there's only so many times you can start banging against it before you, you, before you even need to give up, find a solution or put up with it. And everyone's different, so you've got to find which is going to make you the happiest. But one thing's for sure, the more you just sit there and do nothing and complain about it, the, the more it's not going to change. So you need to ask yourself three questions which I, I put to you uh, and it may, it may help you uh, actually realise uh, what you want to do or what action you need to take for yourself. So first of all, number one, we can look at what do you want? Figure out if you've not sat down uh, and thought about what you actually want, why are you doing this coaching thing, why do you want to be a coach, what are your aims, what do you want to achieve, then you need to do it. Now everyone's got their, everyone's got their different aims, everyone's got their different goals. You may want to just work in, at grassroots level, that's okay, but know that you do want that. You may want to work at a professional academy, uh, U10, U12 level, that's okay as long as you know. You may want to work at senior level, that's okay too, as long as you know. Because once you know what level or what area you want to work at, then you can work towards it. And it's going to help us go into number three, which we'll get on uh, obviously after number two. So number two, are you focusing on the short and long term? This means, what do you want? I want to work at grassroots and that's all I'm thinking about right now. Okay, so that's just short term. So just concentrate on working at grassroots. Don't let yourself get dragged into other positions what are becoming available for five pound an hour. That's nothing to do with you. If you want to work in grassroots, then you do that and stick to it. If you're thinking more long term, if you're thinking more long term, what do you want to do? I want to work at grassroots, but hopefully in the next few years, I'll build myself up into a professional academy. Okay, great. So you're thinking about more long term. So what you need to do is then is decide how badly you want to get into the professional academy. Is it because you want to get to the highest you possibly can in the career of coaching, which would then indicate what you're willing to do to get there, which may mean you may have to volunteer and you may have to work for a lower salary. If 
what do you want to do? I just want to make money while I'm doing coaching because I think coaching is all right. Okay, then maybe it's not the right career for you. Maybe if money is a priority for you, short-term priority, let's get this right. If you put in the work, you the money will come. You ask anyone who's earning a lot of money now through, through coaching. Uh, I myself especially know what it's like uh, when people are getting paid £2,000 for a win bonus. When they're getting paid, and I'm talking about unknown low-name coaches here, £10,000 a month after tax, free accommodation, free food. Now that doesn't all come if you're short-sighted. This comes if you've got a long-term aim or if your focus is more long-term, then you build up to it. And you may have to volunteer to get there. Yes, volunteering, short-term, you're not going to make any money, but the long-term, you're going to get more than the money back you wanted. So, short-term, if what you want is financial, maybe you need to choose another career. If what you want is just to work at grassroots because you love coaching and you love working with children, money doesn't really matter, hey, great, you can work without a bit more, and then you shouldn't really get annoyed about what voluntary roles are offering, what low-paid roles are offering. If you want to work at professional level, senior level, then you really need to be thinking long-term. Now, can you see the pattern here? You can't be saying you want to be a professional uh, coach at senior level and just thinking short-term, because then you're not going to get to that level and you're not going to make the money, you're not going to enjoy the coaching and nothing's going to happen. So this all comes into number three, expectations in line with actions. So are your expectations in line with your actions, in line with what you're doing? So at the moment, if you're coaching a U8 team, a grassroots U8 team, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way, if you're coaching a grassroots U8 team, and you think you're good enough to be a, a professional coach in the Chinese Super League, okay, so what actions, what are you doing to get to be a head coach in the Chinese Super League? If you're sitting around moaning about opportunities which will build the steps to get you to that position, because you need to move to a different city or move country, because it means taking a, a better role at a lower salary or volunteering while you're still working. If you're moaning and you're not willing to do that, your actions do not represent your expectations. They need to be in line. Now, if you're willing to do what it takes to become a head coach in the Super League and your actions are building towards that step, then your expectations and actions are in line. Still, I know it doesn't make, now, now this is where we're getting confused, where coaches are getting confused. It, doesn't, it still doesn't make it okay for clubs or academies or uh, football associations to take advantage of coaches what need a job and they're giving them really, really, really poor pay. It doesn't make it okay. But you need to separate things we can control as in actions, expectations, what do we want, are we thinking short-term or long-term, and things we can't control, which is what someone offers for a salary. But what we can do is control this to make sure later on we will be getting the salary we deserve because we would have been putting in the action to build to the point where we can either 
demand a high salary or we're going to be a, such a good coach that people are going to want to pay us a high salary to go into a certain position or role. So we can control this. Now it's time to have a, a bit of self-reflection, okay, because there's so much positivity going around in the coaching environment, which is great. Everyone loves a nice photo with some inspiring motivational quote. Everyone's posting it. Everyone's pretending they're all fresh and ready to go. And if you really do take action to what you post and what you say and what you pretend that you are, I'm so motivated, I always look on the positive side, you are. I'm so motivated, I always look on the positive side and then on the, as soon as things get hard or as soon as that brick wall comes, or as soon as the barrier comes, this is no good, this isn't fair, we should be getting paid for this, this isn't okay. But your resolve is zero. You, to, to get to your expectations, if they are high, you can't give up as soon as it gets hard. It may be hard, it may be difficult for two, three, four years. So maybe if your expectations are this high and your actions are the total opposite, you need to bring your expectations down. And you need to start practicing what you preach. If you believe in all these great motivational speeches, videos and quotes, and you're the one putting them out there on social media, then follow your own advice. Don't, on one hand, try to influence people and motivate them. But really, you're just so pessimistic that that's your view and you're bringing everyone else down. Everyone is entitled to their view. Everyone is entitled to their beliefs. And we all know what's right and wrong. We all know that these low-paid jobs are wrong, not okay. Big professional roles, which should be paid a high salary, being uh, put to an internship or a voluntary role is not okay. But we can't change that, just like we discussed. So now it's up to you to change yourself. If you're not gonna change yourself, I hope that you bring your expectations down because you're not gonna go any higher. Call me a dick, call me being harsh, but I, 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 would, fancy, I would fancy me saying that being quite accurate. And I hope not because I'm so into coaches reaching their potential. I really am. So please get these in line, expectations and actions. These three characteristics of uh, the kind of coach what we see ourselves as may help you to put yourself in the category to decide what you want, which was one of the previous questions. So, do you want to stay in the UK? Do you enjoy coaching and money? You're not really bothered about it. Now, if you want to stay in the UK because you're not willing to move abroad, then that's good that you're not really bothered about money because we already know that uh, a lot of positions are very lowly paid. Well, a lot, most of the positions are very lowly paid. Even the uh, top positions in the academy uh, are, are not great paid in, in the UK. So this may, be, this may be a grassroots coach. It may be a, a, a low age group academy coach. They, they may have another job. They may be uh, coaching because they really enjoy working with the kids and they may be focusing short term and in the long term if things progress and they turn into a really well paid full time coaching job it's a bonus okay so this is great you can adjust your targets and you can take action to reach what you need to do to stay happy to stay content to do what you want to do no issues there if your main aims are want more money coaching is all right you know I'm not 
I'm not in love with coaching. It's a job. What I don't mind doing. It's better than being a, a mechanic or something. It's okay. But you want money. So this is where coaching with short-sightedness and not looking more long-term may not be for you. May not be for you because you're not going to get the money right away. It's not going to come right away. And you may say, yeah, but they should be paying us more for what we do. I know. I know that. We all know that. But it's not going to happen. So what can we work with? It's up to us. If you want more money and coaching is all right, okay, then you're not going to get it in the UK. Go abroad. Go and get tax-free money in the Middle East. Go and work somewhere where they give you free accommodation and food. And the salary may not be huge, but your disposable income is more or your saving potential is more. Take action to where you're going to get more money, if that's your main aim. And if coaching is all right, then it doesn't matter. It's just like a job, right? Now, if you are this, but you just want to stay in the UK and you're just moaning like hell at all the all the roles, what uh, four pound, five pound, six pound, seven pound, eight pound hour part-time roles, voluntary roles, then okay, you got two choices: put up with it or, or change yourself. Up to you. Keep banging against that brick wall or get over it or go around it. No one's going to do it for you, but you've got to decide if this is the most important thing. You've got to decide how you're going to get it if it is, while still coaching if that's what you want to do, if you don't want to change career. And then we're looking at someone who loves coaching and they want to reach the top. So more long-sighted, they know what it takes to get to where they want to be. Let's go back to head coaching Chinese Super League. In 10 years, I want to be head coach in Chinese Super League. Now, you show me someone who's built their own pathway to get to where they want to be, and they've all looked short-sighted and long-sighted, short-term and long-term. They've set goals. <laughs> Honestly, if you, if, you, if you think it just drops on people's lap, then you're very mistaken. If they're passionate about it, but they're also passionate about reaching the top, these will more likely do whatever it takes to get there. Whatever it takes. Yeah, I'll volunteer. Oh, but how do you make money? I'll get another job. I'll sell, I'll sell a car. I'll rent my house out. Do whatever it takes to get to where you want to be to reach the top. If you don't and you haven't got a professional well-known playing career or you're not a well-known coach, how are you going to do it? What are you going to do to reach the top level? And, and when you find out without sacrifice, without doing things you may not want to do, without complaining and, and being so negative and pessimistic about everything, if you find out how to get to the top without all of these things, I'd love to know. Now, it's really interesting and at the same time, I love finding out people's different situations because I want to try and help out as many coaches as I can from different environments, in different situations, different backgrounds, and this is what I've been doing. So, I understand that people are saying there's just no opportunities in the UK. Okay, well, you've already answered with your own question. There's no opportunities in the UK. Get out of the UK. I don't want to. There's your answer then. So, if you don't want to, then expect to receive what you're willing to put into something. You don't want to. The roles are so poorly paid in the UK. I can't afford to keep my family, okay? So, 
Are you willing to move or get another job or maybe not work full-time in football yet until you can make enough money out of football? No, because I want to work in football full-time. Okay? Again, that's your choice. That is your choice. Whereas I would say, okay, if I have to step back to move forward, I'll do it. If my family are going to benefit by me stepping back and getting a job, uh, waiting tables in a restaurant, but I know in the evenings and at the weekend I can still coach with a good team at an okay level and I can make enough money so in the long term I can then go out and get a better job even though it's not huge pay at the beginning but later on I will get the return and the rewards, I will do it. And for people who won't do that, again that's your choice and that's when you need to put your expectations in line with your action because if you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to go the extra mile or do something different then what you receive will be exactly what you put in and there's nothing wrong with that, we've all got different situations we've all got different things happening at home, we've all got things happening with our families we've all got different barriers, okay? so if you can get down to what your barriers are and find a solution to break them, to not keep banging your head against that brick wall, then that's a, that's a start, right? When you start figuring out what category of coach you're in, what type of person you're in. And it doesn't matter if you are negative and you're pessimistic and you're going to continue hating all these low-paid jobs and knowledge jobs, great. You, that, that, that's, that's, nothing, that's not wrong whatsoever. Because the more we accept it and the more coaches put up with it and take these roles, the more clubs are going to keep doing it. But there's always going to be coaches what take them because they're the ones, the coaches what are taking these roles are the ones who want to get up in the ladder. If there's a, a strength in, um, if there's a strength and conditioning coach and their aim is to work for a national team, to be part of a staff for a, a country what gets into the World Cup, they're not going to go straight into that level. They might come out of university, they might have to take a low paid job, they might have to do an internship. Now what about if they're 36 year old and they've got a family and they've got two cars and pets and everything? Well if that's still their aim then they still have to find a way to get there because a country isn't going to ring them up, a, a federation isn't going to call them up and go, oh hey, I've not heard about you, I don't know where you've been, you haven't worked for any professional club or anything, but we want to give you a, a place on our staff. It's not going to happen. So this strength and conditioning coach may need to get experience with a professional club before any of that happens. They, may, they may need to work with a semi-professional team whilst they're working the full-time job during the day. Then they build into working for a pro club, what takes advantage of them on low salary or as a 36-year-old intern. But if that's what they're going to do to work for a country that's going to be in the World Cup, they're going to do it. These are going to do it. I would do it. If you're this, then don't expect to be working for a country who's in the World Cup anytime soon. And again, it's all about expectations and inlining them with what you're willing to give and the action you're willing to take. Ladies, gents, keep up the good fight, keep working hard, but keep making sure that you don't close any doors and opportunities what you want, okay? 
find a way to get what you want find a way to do what you want to do because there's possibilities out there the solutions out there and i know it's not easy and i know it's not okay i know it's not right i know that coaches who are professional coaches who have paid thousands of hours and currency to get qualified deserve better so get what you deserve eventually whatever it takes okay get what you deserve if it doesn't come straight away make sure that you've built enough steps and you put enough foundation and legwork in that you're going to get it eventually okay no one's going to give it to you it's up to you